0: Section thirty-one of American Myths and Legends, Volume One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Buchos American Myths and Legends, Volume One by Charles M. Skinner. The Terrible Moonak. Tuggy Bannocks, a gaunt old negress and ex-slave, lived in Narragansett, Rhode Island, near the Gilbert Stuart Mill. Everybody believed her to be a witch, unless it might be the Indian woman Mum Amy, whom Tuggy accused of witch-riding her at night, when she had awakened in fatigue, and found the mark of the bit at the corners of her mouth and whom she could not counter-charm because the squaw herself had interrupted the boiling of a project, or pot of witch-broth, in Tuggy's kitchen. Yet the negress seemed to get little good of her voodoo powers. She was the most superstitious of the superstitious. It was she who was thrown into frantic terror by chancing on old Benny Nichols' sick sheep, dressed in red trousers and a blue jacket believing it to be the devil when she found how she had been deceived she took it out on Nichols by dancing on his roof blowing soot and smoke down his chimney and spoiling the cookery tuggy would never use a chair and was alleged to have a habit of sitting on her kitchen wainscot or clinging to it with her heels she had two rows of double teeth without incisors, and her grin filled the beholder with alarm. Her home, the L of a tumble-down house, was seldom visited except in the daytime, and then by neighbors who wanted to hire her to help in their housework, so she could devote her nights to mischief with little fear of interruption. On a winter evening she was busy with her hell-broth, for she had a conjure to work against a bungling tinker who had spoiled her kettle. She would not kill him, but she would fill him with the rheumatism, make his body all stomach-ache, as a Canuck habitant put it. The pot with its project, including a rabbit's foot, a handful of graveyard earth, a piece of red flannel, the tail of a herring, some rusty nails, and sprigs of a plant stolen from the tinker's yard, was bubbling merrily, and she was humming and muttering the charms that brought the help of the moonak, or devil's deputy, waving her arms and tapping the floor the while when a rushing sound was heard, that made her wool straighten itself on her scalp. Whatever the creature was, it came straight on with the speed of a tempest, gave one knock at her rickety door, a tremendous knock, burst it open, rushed over the floor, dealt her an awful blow on the legs, and threw her down. For a moment all was still. With face in her hands, she dared not look, she begged the fiend to go away, promising to do no more evil, to give up the ways of witches, and she lamely repeated such Bible verses and prayers as she could remember. Then she trembled and groaned anew, for she could hear soft steps and breathing in the room, and a grip at her ankle made her yell with fright a dragging noise succeeded it vanished into the distance and roused by the winter wind that was blowing through her door she at last summoned courage to rise empty the burning project from the pot close the door and creep into bed Perhaps she never knew that her munak was a heavy bobsled that four boys had been unable to control in its flight down an ice-covered hill. The youngsters had tumbled off as it approached the house, had watched its violent entrance to her kitchen, peeping in, had seen her abject fear, and had rescued their property from the place of dread one of them giving a yank at her foot as he passed end of section 31